This is the Collaboration Dynamics Podcast, helping you work together better with Judy Reese, X-ray listener, best-selling author, international virtual collaboration trainer, and master of metaphor. Hear more at xraylistening.com. Welcome to the Collaboration Dynamics podcast. My name's Jude, Judy Reese, and with me today is Henrietta Late. Hello, Henrietta. Hi, Judy. Would you like to introduce yourself while, while I stop stumbling over my words? Okay. Um, I think the reason you're interviewing me is uh, because I run the Richmond NLP group. Um, maybe people need to know a little bit more about myself in that um, I was a nurse in a former life. I've also uh, run a catering business and I've also sold wine by the container load to uh, supermarkets and that includes champagne as well. So quite a diverse background. Uh, Having said that, I've always been interested in personal development and I started coaching um, probably about 15 years ago or more and I've also become a trainer, a supervisor and I also work as a psychotherapist. Mm -hmm. So quite a lot going on there and um, a few years ago I had the pleasure of interviewing you about one of your metaphors we were at a conference and I think I was interviewing about you about um, the practice group and what what that was like for you can you remember the metaphor from that day I do I remember it vividly um and it was uh I think you were going to be interviewing someone else and I was the kind of like oh can you help out we need uh we need a subject and I do remember it and it was um what I remember coming out with was that you could it was related to baking cakes uh the fact that you could have a basic recipe so for example a basic Victoria sponge recipe for a plain cake And you could make it into a chocolate cake or you could add chocolate chips or whatever. And I ended up, as I remember, it was like a kind of cherry cake, the sort that you'd have at a village fair, almost like a sort of WI competition who can bake the best cherry cake, although it wasn't competitive. Mm Um, but I had a vision of it on a plate with a kind of doily under it, slightly, slightly retro, I suppose, but maybe fashionable now. Um, and that's what I came up with, the fact that you could create um, varieties out of something quite basic. Mm. And how does that relate to the group and how you run it? As, as opposed to now? More then, I suppose. Oh, then? Mm. Um it was a case of you could use whichever ingredients you, you wanted. And with regard to the group, um, I was aiming to be diverse with what I was offering and relate it back to NLP. So that was my aim. So NLP has always been the basis for the group. And um, also, I suppose, maybe a kind of homeliness about it, Um you know, everybody could bake a cherry cake, but everyone's cherry cake would be slightly different and that would be okay because it would still be a cherry cake. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. And I, I remember it quite vividly and uh, I think it's quite surprising to, to people who don't know about this metaphor stuff, just how easy it is to remember one's metaphors. Mm. Yes, yes. 
they do seem to take on a vividness and a life of their own. Yes, and then when you were asking me about whether or not I wanted to be interviewed, all of a sudden my cherry cake disappeared and other things popped up and it was like, oh, that's interesting because I hadn't in, I hadn't gone back to it to, you know, see how it had developed. Mm. So nowadays when you're collaborating at your best, that's like what? It's like a very busy artisan marketplace mm-hmm. um, like a food marketplace so it's mainly food uh, but the picture I had that popped into my head as soon as I was thinking about my last metaphor was lots of different stalls with um, cupcakes uh, not just um, ordinary everyday cupcakes but the really exquisite type mm-hmm. uh, very artisan type where you've got the kind of modern packaging for them and they're laid out in such a way where it's like a feast for your eyes and your eyes would scan the store and if you had which cake to to choose to buy you you have to take your time to decide mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be contemplating <laughs> mm. so it's exquisite like a feast for your eyes, like mm. that. Is there anything else about that feast? For me, it's the colour and diversity of what's actually there. Um, and also how much more can be created of not only what's underneath the glorious icing or decorations that you can see. There's just so much more depth and thought that's gone into the preparation and also um, a much higher degree of um, creativity but also personalization. Mm. What kind of personalization? The way people decorate the the, the cake, how the the cook, chef, artisan would have decorated it, whether they've um, created something as part of the icing to add onto it. Um, So it could be of chocolate, chocolate shape on or it might be something that you wouldn't expect to see on the top which might be more quirky and doesn't necessarily relate to you know it's not a piece of chocolate on a chocolate cake um, as an example it could be something like a raspberry or it could be something that you wouldn't necessarily expect to go with chocolate it could be I don't know a piece of bacon or something <laughs> <laughs> so when it's like that, mm. like that feast for the eyes and that kind of artisan marketplace, yeah, and it's very busy. What kind mm. of busy is that busy? Um, it's an energetic busy. That that hubbub of um, people talking, um, exclaiming, "Oh, look at that!" Um, or "Shall we go over there?" That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And. When it's like that and busy and there's that hubbub, whereabouts are you? Um, I'm I'm there and I'm focused and interested in watching what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where they're drawn to, uh, which is maybe the busiest store. Um, yes, that. Mm. So you're focused on other people and what Mm. they're drawn to Mm -hmm. is there anything else about that focus 
it's quite um i can't think what the word is i'd want to describe it as i'm focused on the the people the movement the colors what's actually going on as a like a system but also i can pick out individuals as part of that mm-hmm. um so you know i've got the peripheral vision going on of the the whole um scenescape and I might notice something, my eye might be drawn to something or someone, um, and I might perhaps go and find out what it is that they're doing or where they're going, um, and just be really curious about that. Mm-hmm. And when you're curious like that, what kind hmm. of curious is that? very open curious more um a reflective curious mm-hmm. as in mm, i wonder what's going on over there um or maybe why someone's perhaps doing something mm-hmm. mm. and when you're curious like that then what happens i almost see more because the the thing that's drawn my curiosity, I, I can be drawn into that. And whilst I can hone in on that, I almost see more of what's going on around me. Mm. So you, you hone in on that, the thing that's drawn your attention, and mm. you see more of what's going on around you. Yes, and how it all fits. Um, when I say fits... I'm, I'm probably thinking about how it would be moving systemically. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's a load of people bunched up somewhere, it might be interesting to see which course they take to get out of the bunchedness or who moves, who doesn't, mm. all sorts of things. And that fits when they're moving like that. Is there anything mm-hmm. else about that? not sure there's anything else about that maybe it's a curiosity of how adaptive people may be mm-hmm. um yeah and 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 what might make them decide to either stop or go <laughs> mm. and and when you're curious like that about what might make them decide to stop or go mm. um well what might make them what kind of things might make them stop or go Well, for some people, you notice them that they'll just hang back um, um, and be, you know, soldier on it because it's just the, the maybe the amount of people are just, it's just too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be others that are determined to get through um, and keep going and they'll be doing the, the shuffling with the crowd. Um, um, and where if, say, a pushchair or something was coming towards them, um, you know, the, the, the way might actually part let that go through. But, you know, how aware are the people of what else is going around them, I suppose, as I'm watching them. Mm. So noticing what I notice about them. Mm. And you're noticing them, you're watching them. Mm. Is there any point at which you make direct contact with them? Um, I think if I was, um, hmm, that's an interesting question. 
Maybe um, if I felt it was going to be of value, um, that's something that I might actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, in that context, if I'm thinking about the the metaphor. And having said that, if it was something that I wanted to make contact with, if I was interested, mm-hmm. I would certainly make contact. Hmm. Hmm. And is there, yeah, is there anything else about the relationship between you and that marketplace? Yes, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I'm part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm you know living, breathing it, moving in it. Um, as a kind of context, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it, mm. like that, what would you like to have happen? Being in it um, is invigorating, and there's also something about if I could be there earlier to just look at the lay of the land, see what's there, find out what attracts me from a store point of view if I was going to be buying or I wanted to engage with the sellers. Um, To just have um, an opportunity to do that, maybe in a less busy kind of environment. Mm -hmm. And, And what needs to happen for you to have an opportunity to do that? Make sure I get there early. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. yeah and when you're in it when it is very busy that's invigorating yes yes it's stimulating um you know being amongst others uh watching them um interact with one another and um just their their attitude to the the whole experience as well and being able to observe but also share that as well Mm. and when it's like that and it's very busy and there are all those stalls with cupcakes and they're not just ordinary everyday cupcakes they are exquisite a feast for the eyes is there a relationship between the busy and all those people and the cupcakes There is, in that there are pockets where it is quieter um, and people might be queuing at maybe one one place for something, but there are others that maybe aren't quite so busy and that gives you time to maybe spend more time um, thinking about what it is that they are displaying and what they might be doing. And then that is an opera- uh, you know, an opportunity to be able to you know, engage with whoever the seller is um, in a more unhurried, unjostled kind of way. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you learn more about the, the cupcakes and actually what their um, their ethos is for maybe putting bacon on top of chocolate, <laughs> for example. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think I've ever seen bacon on top of chocolate, but I'm sure there'll be someone who can tell me that maybe they've seen that or mm. experienced it. And if this particular stallholder had bacon on top of chocolate, they could tell you what the ethos was. Yeah, and um, what the thinking was behind it. And yeah, yeah. And that again would pique my curiosity because it would be um, 
I suppose it's thinking about some of those glorious handmade chocolates you get with, you know, they've got cigar smoke in them and whatever, or mm-hmm. marmite. There's, there's something so diverse about it that you can't not try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does um, pique the curiosity. Mm, when it piques the curiosity, whereabouts is your curiosity? The anticipation. Mm-hmm. The, the I wonder what if... You know, mm. um, just total openness. Mm. Sort of try it and see, have the experience, give it a go. Mm. And when all of that, when collaboration nowadays for you is like that busy artisan marketplace with all that, those busy people jostling and and those exquisite cupcakes and all of that and a few years ago and we were talking about the cherry cake and the chocolate cake and all of that Mm. is there a relationship between the two sets of metaphors yes in that obviously it's still about cake (laughs) Um, and it's become more personal but more creative more individual and given there's rather than one big cake, there's often smaller cakes. For me, that's where the gem might be found. You know, actually finding something that you might not think works, but actually does as maybe two diverse flavors. Mm-hmm. Or something that's got a story behind it, or there's a passion behind it. Um, it it's almost like it says more than a cherry cake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah there's more depth to it in a way Mm. so there's more depth when there's the passion behind it when there's the story behind it that's the gem yes yes Mm. and is there anything else about that gem I think it's a new experience um, finding something that maybe you hadn't that was unexpected to be curious enough about it to maybe learn more about it or find out more about it and then be able to experience it and um, ideally be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. uh, is that, yeah, that works for me. Mm. And when all of that, um, I'm curious, what difference does having explored all of that make? It's very energising and I'm aware of going from something more homely that with cupcakes they're still perceived as homely and also they're kind of the cutting edge of cakes in some ways. It's sort of like a new frontier in some ways. Um, So there's more to discover, um, you know, with new flavours, new combinations, um, and being able to just have that appreciation of um, that huge range um, for me is is important now. Mm. And when you have that appreciation of that huge range, mm. what difference does that make? If I've experienced it, it allows me to then be able to share with others or tell people about my experience or, you know... In, an invitation in a way for them to perhaps 
you know, even though their head might be going Marmite chocolate doesn't work, but just, you know, give it a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what you think. Mm. And, and, and when that difference, that, that invitation, what difference does that make? The invitation is just what it is. It's mm-hmm. um, an invitation without a necessity to take it up. So for me, there's a, you know, an offering, but not an attachment to the invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And having explored all of this, I, one of the things I'm, I'm asking the interviewees on, on this program because it it feels a bit like uh, well if you haven't had the experience of being asked asked these questions you don't know what it's like so I'm curious how much of what you've just told me did you know before we started the conversation the only bit I knew was about the market store Mm -hmm. because when you mentioned to me can I interview you I immediately had the cherry cake and then that just went Mm -hmm. And it was just this marketplace, a completely different, um, you know, all the submodalities of the picture were completely different. It was a different um, environment. The context of cake was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, it just came to me mm-hmm. um, when you just said in terms of what's the difference and how it's moved on. It was like, well, yes, that's how it's moved on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So just before we finish, if people want to contact you about uh, anything, about your work, whatever, um, how can they get in touch with you? Probably the best thing to do is to contact me through the Richmond NLP group. Uh, The email for that is henrietta at richmondnlpgroup, that's all one word, .org.uk. And if they'd like to know more about the group, there is a website, which is richmondnlpgroup.org.uk. And I send out mailings on a regular basis as to upcoming talks and interesting topics that people might like to know about. Fabulous. Well, thank you very much indeed for being interviewed. Much appreciated. Thank you. I look forward to hearing hearing what happens next, but hopefully we won't be waiting for another few years before we do I the next instalment. I shall keep you posted. Thank you very much. Thank you.